0: Hey guys, big welcome back to the Dreamcast. In our next interview, I am interviewing an acupuncturist. Acupuncture, if you don't know, is a form of traditional Chinese medicine in which thin needles are inserted into the body at specific energy points. And I'm really excited to connect with our doctor today because I know acupuncture has not always been widely accepted here in the States. And and it might not even be now, but I do think it's on the rise. And our next guest not only fell in love with this type of treatment years ago, but then started her own clinic in which she's been able to serve and teach the world more about this practice. So please welcome Dr. Ashley Heinz. Hello. Yay. All right. How are you today? I'm great. Happy to be here. Me too. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay. So Ashley lives in Tampa, Florida. She has been a practicing acupuncturist for four years. And Ashley, I'm just so curious because this is not necessarily something that's well known in the States, especially, you know, four or 10 years ago when you were going through your studies. How did you become interested in this type of work?
1: And it was just getting one treatment. When I was in college, I had a shoulder injury and the school that I went to for acupuncture was in Orlando. And at the time I was getting my undergrad at UCF in Orlando. And I went to the school because the treatments were affordable. They were done by students. And after one treatment, I never had that shoulder pain again. And I was just like, what is this voodoo? Like it didn't make any sense. It was so fascinating. And just on The results alone got me interested. And then I started working once I graduated for a nonprofit acupuncture clinic, where I was fortunate enough to work for a doctor who also was healing pain with one treatment all the time. So I kind of fell in love with it and then bit the bullet and went back to school for it.
0: Okay, so tell us how this works. How do you heal a shoulder injury with needles? No
1: one knows. (laughs) I mean, it really is such a mysterious medicine. So there's a Western explanation and there's an Eastern explanation. So in, in Western medicine terms, they've done a lot of research. They can prove that inserting the needle in the body decreases inflammation everywhere in the body. And it also causes your midbrain to dump endorphins into the bloodstream. So that is their answer why it helps with pain so much. But then in an Eastern sense, it's working with your body's electricity. So it's almost like your body is a computer. And then every combination of acupuncture points is like a computer program just asking for a different response from your body.
0: Interesting. Okay. So in Eastern medicine, it's connecting and, and working with the energy centers around our body. Western medicine says it dumps endorphins and there's scientific explanation. Within your
1: practice, what do you think? I think that it's, it's both true. So the, the Western science, the endorphins, the inflammation response, I mean, you can, that's provable. So that's true too, but that doesn't explain why a point in your shin can get rid of your IBS. Like it's too specific to just be that. Um, so I think both are true.
0: Tell me a few stories of people that you have worked with and, and some testimonies that you've experienced.
1: One of the craziest ones is I got a gentleman maybe two years ago who was going into kidney failure. They were going to put him on dialysis. And I actually think he wanted to die because he came to me and said, I don't want to go on dialysis. I'm going to give you two months to fix my kidneys and I'm going to do nothing else. No pressure, right? And he wouldn't do anything. He wouldn't change his diet. He wouldn't take any herbs. He was just going to get acupuncture twice a week and that's it. So we did the treatments and at the end of the two months, he went back his doctor and his kidney results came back completely normal. Didn't have to go on dialysis, doing nothing but acupuncture. I couldn't believe it myself.
0: Wow. So where do you put the, if you're going to work on your kidney, where would you focus on the needles? Like where where would you put them?
1: The kidney meridian runs from the inside of the ankle up into the abdomen. And then, so most of the points were around the ankle, inside of the leg, some in the ears, you know, maybe 12 to 20 points of treatment. And uh, he didn't have to go on dialysis.
0: How do you explain that? When you say clearing or opening up the energy centers, what does that mean?
1: With his particular case, I was doing what you call tonifying the kidney. So the points that you're choosing supply energy to the kidney to facilitate repair. So it's just giving your kidney the attention it needs to repair itself. It's based on the idea that your body body is designed to regenerate. It's a self-healing organism. So the acupuncture points are just facilitating that healing. Awesome. So if somebody were
0: interested in acupuncture but didn't necessarily have pain, would they benefit from this?
1: Yes, but it's not as cool for me at least. When people come in and they're like, I don't have anything wrong, I just want to see what this is like. I'm always disappointed because it's it means so much more if you actually get a benefit or something happens. But so without it, I mean, you'll feel relaxed. Usually nobody is in perfect perfect health, so they should see a benefit somewhere. For instance, when I was in school, I went to get a treatment and the doctor told me I had a bunch of phlegm in my lungs. And I said, no, I don't. And she said, no, yes, you do. I'm looking at your tongue. I'm checking your pulse. You do. And I said, no, I don't. She did the treatment. I left. I got in my car. This is really disgusting. But I I coughed up like a tennis ball sized ball of phlegm that I didn't even know I had. So something like that's always possible. Sexy as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting.
0: So I just recently went to my first acupuncture appointment and I was one of those normal people that I don't have any noticeable (laughs) symptoms, but I was like, I want to just be overall healthy and I want my energy centers to be unblocked and I want to be optimal, right? And he put needles all over in all of these different spaces. It didn't hurt at all. And then I laid there for 20, 30 minutes. And when he was putting the needles in, he would say something like, Oh, is this a little tender? And he would press on the spot. And the spots he was asking about, yeah, like in my foot or just in my ankle or my leg, they were a little tender in that specific spot.
1: Can you tell me a bit more about what he was noticing throughout that? Yes. We're taught to read a person's eyes, their ears, their tongue, their skin. And then everything that you say is a cue to what points that we might need to use. So the, there's the intake process where we're asking questions, you know, like, are you regular? How's your sleep? Um, how's your energy? How's your memory? But then also you're picking up on stuff. Like, for instance, if somebody's a mother coming in and, they, and they're like a helicopter mom or they're expressing like a lot of anxiety about their children, then that's going to manifest as tender points along the spleen meridian, which is kind of on the inside of the calf and it goes up the leg. If somebody is presenting possibly with uh, anger issues, then you're going to know there's going to be tender points along the liver meridian. So it's, That's a really cool part is that there's an emotional tie as well. Or even sometimes you can find a tender point and then you might ask, oh, did your, did your father spank you as a kid? And it seems so crazy, but it's textbook to, to follow up with these questions after finding certain symptoms.
0: And what does the tender spot mean?
1: The tender spot would be like a block in the meridian or a deficiency in the meridian. Like it's weak or there's excess, it's a block. Okay. We're always perfect balance, homeostasis.
0: Okay, so the tender spot, putting the needle in that specific spot helps to balance that meridian out. Yes. Okay, so tell me about the emotional connection that you just mentioned.
1: Most acupuncturists won't say it, but it is textbook that all pathology specifically comes to an emotional reason. Obviously, if you get hit by a car or something that's different, but if it's something, some kind of illness that comes up, it's coming from something that could have happened in your childhood or recently. A lot of times, for instance, somebody will say, okay, I've had migraines for 10 years. And say they're 26 years old. And I'll say, okay, tell me about your life when you were 16. Was there any big changes? Did you go through a big move? Did you have a bad breakup? Did you get sick? And like, this has just happened this week. This is why I'm using it. And they're like, oh, well, my parents got divorced at 16. And tell me about that. And so you kind of can find the pattern of where the disease started. And that just helps choose the best points for that client.
0: When you balance the meridians out based on those emotions, how does that impact? Their headaches went away and then did, did they emotionally feel better?
1: So usually the first treatment it brings all the emotions to the surface and they kind of relive the trauma just like you would in therapy and then the next day is usually when it starts to clear so normally for pain during the course of the treatment the pain will subside but somebody might leave the office feeling a little bit depressed because it kind of stirred up all those old emotions because you have to bring them up to get them out I actually I had a woman she came in with this pain in her stomach that she had had for years and no doctor could figure out what it was It was idiopathic um, she had had. X rays, MRIs, no one knew what it was. I asked her when the pain started. It started during her own divorce. So I, I did a protocol and I told her, I said, Listen, tonight you're going to have dreams about your ex husband. And they're going to be painful dreams, but tomorrow your stomach pain is going to be gone. And that's exactly what happened. And she was so freaked out. She actually accused me of being a witch and went to a church and tried, like, she was terrified because it happened. And then eventually she came back and real, like, she got more educated about it. But again, that, I mean, that was all textbook. I was doing what I was trained. It's fascinating.
0: That is fascinating. Very cool. Tell me
1: one or two other stories. Crazy ones. That was, that was one of my favorite ones because I was kind of flattered. that She thought I was magical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she calls you a witch and you're like, well, thank you. I'm, like,
0: I'm a good witch. How about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Another cool one is for insomnia. I had a patient who was wearing a Fitbit and she noticed after every acupuncture treatment, she was getting an extra 90 minutes of sleep. So by, by four treatments, she was getting a full night's sleep. That's all it took. And she kind of had a, a chart to show exactly the increase over time on the days that she got treatment.
0: Wow. So you can go to acupuncture for, for a lot of different reasons.
1: Oh, anything. Yes.
0: Wow. Very and- cool. All
1: right. Go ahead. One more. Okay, probably an exciting one sometimes is when you get a lot of weight loss. That always makes people happy. If weight loss is is hormonal, usually acupuncture helps a lot. But I had a young girl lose 20 pounds in a month doing nothing but acupuncture. And that's going to be... And also, you know, if if stress is a big reason why people are holding on to weight, then just having that moment of homeostasis, decreasing cortisol levels is going to have an effect. But that's always... People like to hear that.
0: Ooh, yeah. So let's say somebody gets a treatment... Or even for me, when I was like, I just want to be optimal, does that homeostasis (laughs) last or how often do you, would you want to continue to go back to maintain balance?
1: So that depends on the patient's lifestyle. If somebody is living recklessly, like not doesn't have the best diet or stress habits or, or, or sleep patterns, then the homeostasis is going to last, you know, a day or two. But if you go back to your life and you're doing everything to try to help yourself, then obviously you'll get more length out of it.
0: How often do you get acupuncture yourself?
1: So I have been my own doctor for like 13 years. So I probably only do it once a month or just like yesterday, my foot hurt. So I put a needle in my hand and it got rid of the pain right away. So just little stuff like that. I need to go lay down and actually get a full treatment.
0: That's fun. You can be like, oh, I don't want to feel that anymore. Poke.
1: (laughs) It is pretty
0: nice. That's fun. Okay, so I have one more question because I'm on your website. If you go to ashleyhines.com and then also your Facebook page, Dr. Ashley Hines, you've got tons of information on how acupuncture works, what the different meridians are, and then I also see a picture of cupping. And if you don't know what cupping is in the picture, you'll be able to describe it more than me, but in the picture it looks like just little... I don't know, glass bulbs that you suction cup into people on people's bodies. And I've seen this closer to the Olympics. I saw the swimmers have like red circles on their chest and things from a possible cupping before they went out onto their swim. So why would somebody want to do this? What is this?
1: It's most popular for muscle pain. Um, it's, It's meant to treat a lot more than that. The reason the Olympians were doing it is so they weren't sore. If they were competing every day, the soreness you feel from the lactic acid buildup, the cupping alleviates that almost instantaneously. So when they were competing the next day, they weren't being hindered from being sore from the day before. But it's basically just a manipulation of blood. So if you've got, say, back pain, which most people have at some point in their life, it's either because the muscle has become ischemic. There's no blood in the muscle tissue. So lifting the cup is like a vacuum. So picking the muscle up into the cup, pulling the blood into the muscle allows the muscle to soften. The other reason, if you see people who have like black or blue, really dark marks, that's when there's injury to the muscle tissue. So that's when there was muscle tear, all the blood flew, like fled into the muscle and then it didn't move. It got stuck in there. So now you have old stagnant blood sitting in the muscle. So no fresh blood can come in and repair. So you're lifting up the old blood so it will circulate and new blood can come in.
0: Wow. So cupping is basically increasing circulation, especially in areas that need it most.
1: That was a better answer. Yes. (laughs)
0: Thank you. How long do they wear it? I mean, cause the lady I'm looking at has like 20 of them, maybe 10, I don't know, a bunch on her back and her legs. How long do you wear it for? You just lay there for 20 minutes.
1: It depends. So I'm watching. So when I put the cups on, if it comes up black or blue right away, then I take the cup off. If it's, and then the most it'll stay on is, you know, 10 to 12 minutes tops, but then I'll keep moving the cups all around the body, kind of looking for the dark spots. So usually they're on my table for 30 minutes.
0: Ooh. And how do they feel after something like this?
1: You, most people love it, especially when they're in pain. I do get people that it's too intense. Um, it's it's like, it's like a reverse deep tissue massage, but the effects, I had a, a gentleman cancel a hip replacement after one session. It's like the Tin Man, just like lubricating the joints can make a huge difference.
0: Wow. Wow. Amazing. Okay. So you told us some crazy stories. You've told us a bit about how the needles work and the points work and cupping. But I also know that you've been really interested in the science behind it, the the new articles coming out because you want to help bring this message to the modern American world that might default to our normal healthcare system when there's obviously lots of other things that you can do to relieve pain, to balance yourself out, to be optimal and healthy. What are some of the new things you've been learning?
1: The more studies that come out and the more information, it does kind of take away the magic of acupuncture, which makes me sad because the book it comes from, the Tao Te Ching says, the more you explain something, the less it exists. So the more studies that are being done proving its mechanism, I think it's probably taking away from its actual mechanism in a sense. Recently, they did a study where they put ink, they inserted this, this type of like glow in the dark ink basically under the skin into the fascia. And then they waited 30 minutes and then looked in this machine and they could see the ink followed all of the meridian channels and where the acupuncture points were spread out. And so it was kind of proving that these meridians exist in the fascia. And then also you probably saw maybe three months ago, everyone was talking about, they discovered a new organ and the fascia, which the fascia is a net. It's like a net of collagen that's under the skin. So if you took all the skin off a human, they would still be completely intact because of this fascia net. So now they're saying that this net is actually an organ because they found that it is, it's electric. There's, 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 um, communication going on within it. And then they found that these meridians exist in the fascia. So I mean, at this point, I'm like, I don't know what else you can ask for. Like, it's all there. And, and those are the most exciting studies. Oh, and then they did another one with the, bl- so the bladder channel on your body runs from your big toe up your body, up your back, around your head to your eye. And they did a study observing someone's eye while they stimulated this part of the toy- toe with the needle. And they saw all these ocular changes and th- like dilation of the pupil just from stimulating the toe.
0: Wow. There's no need to prove it anymore. <laughs> it's truly been proven
1: that this is, well, it works. And now we know why. Yeah, and well, there's there's tons of research, like evidence based research. Like ninety out of a hundred people were helped from this treatment, or eighty out of a hundred people were helped from this treatment. But the mechanism is what's been hard for everyone to grasp because there's so many different explanations, and all of them are right. So, but in the West, we need to know.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it probably helps all of the American friends <laughs> who who want to know the the why, the how behind it all. So one quick question I have is you, you know, you became interested in this, you saw it for yourself, you became engrossed in learning about it. And now you've started your own practice. Tell me a little bit about starting your practice and marketing acupuncture and getting the word out when it's not necessarily people's first choice. Just for an example, the doctor I went to, he said when he started 15 years ago, there was one doctor in Grand Rapids area. And now there's maybe four. So it's like there's growth, but there's not a ton of growth. So tell me a little bit about how you experienced the first few years in your business.
1: I got really lucky. I felt like slumdog millionaire a lot of times. When I first started my practice, the first two offices I had was where they just took half of what I made. So I was never in the hole. I didn't have to pay rent. But you know, but once you start building a clientele, of course, you're going to leave because you don't want to give it all away. So then eventually I I was able to build up a clientele slowly that way. And then I moved and opened my own practice in South Tampa. You know, I didn't know, you you go to school to be a doctor, not to be a marketer. So it was tough for me. I didn't know which avenue I should pursue. I put like a banner on my car once and everybody made fun of me. But from that one banner, I got a call from a school who ended up hiring me to come treat all the teachers like once a month. And then they hired me to like a guest teach a class once a week. So then all the students started coming into my office, all their parents, that really helped my practice a lot. And then even this, like so somebody gave me advice that really helped. And they said, just focus on the craft and your business will grow. So don't focus your money and energy on marketing, focusing, focus it on being the best doctor. As long as my patients left happy or with some type of result, it usually would come back to me as, as a referral. Another one that really helped my practice was I got this gentleman in South Tampa who to come in and he was a businessman and very like straight and narrow. And I was able to help him with plantar fasciitis. So he wrote this Facebook review for me and he was basically like, I never believed in this. I thought it was baloney. I got like two treatments and all my foot pains gone. You should check this girl out. Well, that guy was so well connected in Tampa that so many people came in from that one review. I was so, and then now I had a neurologist that I it was a patient of mine. I helped him get rid of headache and he brought me to this office I'm sitting in now for his practice and he sends me all of his headache patients. So it's re- it really has been lucky, but like all because I was able to help one person get out of pain and it's webs from there.
0: I love that. Focus on your craft and the people will come. Yes. Very cool.
1: Did you have any haters along the way? Oh yeah. Oh my God. When I, when I started my practice, I was single and I would get so mad if on a date, a guy would go, so does this actually work? I always wanted to be like, no, I'm a fraud. Like what kind of question is that? Um, I dated a guy for a couple weeks and then found out he didn't believe in acupuncture and I was so angry, but that's, a, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the biggest one I get is, oh, does this really work? Or I mean, even I've had so many times where a patient, usually men have gotten off my table and been like, okay, well, the pain is gone, but that's not possible. So this must be a placebo or what's, you know, like, even when they're experiencing the results, they're like, well, this doesn't make any sense.
0: But at the end of the day, you know, it does. So you're like, well, let's just try it. See how it goes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, is there anything else that you feel like our listeners need to know about acupuncture or even paving the way, being maybe the first in your area? I feel like you're at the front end of something that's just going to continue to get bigger because as science confirms what Eastern medicine has always known, us Americans are going to finally start to believe and say yes to alternative treatments like this. And so being at the forefront, you have the ability to pave the way for other acupuncturists who have the ability to train and teach others about this mechanism and offer another solution for people. So, is there anything else you want to mention about the treatment itself or about anybody else out there who is at the forefront of their practice, their craft, and are kind of paving the way for others?
1: Oh my gosh, there's so many. What's coming to mind first is. I don't know if you've seen. They're doing so much research on epigenetics. Have you heard of that? So yes, it's amazing, fascinating. So a gene is—you know—people think that your genes are determining your who you are. Every gene has thirty thousand potentials to become, and then that those thirty thousand potentials are affected by your environment, including your history, which is what epigenetic epigenetics is saying that your ancestors. Their history could affect you cellularly now, like somebody who had a great, great grandmother who who lived in famine and didn't have food might be why in this day and age somebody has an issue with overeating. And they're proving this with science. And I like it because it's, it's I mean, essentially, it's quantum physics and it makes the case for waves and tension outside of your physical form affecting your physical form. So I think the the study of of waves in physics is what's going to push acupuncture to a more uh, prestigious place in America.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting to me when I when you think about the fact that we have more impact on. Um, our life then we sometimes give ourselves credit for. It's not just, this is the way we're made and this is just in my genes. So I'm just going to always have diabetes or be an alcoholic or, you know, whatever excuse we give ourselves. We really have the ability to switch our genes on and off. We really have the ability to create an environment where we, we thrive at that cellular level, which then will transfer into our physical being.
1: Yes, exactly. I just learned that an electron is not actually a thing. It's an idea. Like, you know, I've been protons, electrons, neutrons, whatever. An electron is a potential. It's, a, it's just a potential electric field within the atom. It's not actually a thing. Blew my mind. Like that's, <laughs> Interesting. It's the possibility. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. Very cool.
1: Anything it else is. that's stirring within you? <laughs> so many things i'm always like is this too nerdy is this applicable
0: (laughs) we love it that is why you're here (laughs) well and i think again you're at the forefront of of really bringing it to the modern american human right we are really realizing that a traditional healthcare path is not valuable and it's not necessarily even healthy it's not helping i mean there's certainly reasons why you would want to go to the doctor and get a treatment if you break your arm or get in an accident. But there's a lot of other things that you can do in order to heal yourself from the inside out. And so being at the front end of that, I can feel your passion for wanting to bring this message to everyone.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Hines, for your
0: wisdom today. And if you guys are interested in learning more about this. We'll link the study she mentioned in the show notes below as well as her Facebook page and website. And definitely if you're in the Tampa or Florida area, check her out because she knows what she's doing. And you can tell that she's on a mission to offer this healing to anybody who walks through her door. So thank you so much, Dr. Hines. We appreciate your wisdom. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening today head over to denisewalsh.com enter your email to subscribe to our list and I'll be sending out an early bird special coupon 50% off in fact of the dream life workbook when it is launched in just a few months so if you want to have first dibs let's get your name on that list thanks again I so appreciate you and remember to dream big